prioritized passion. I've heard many pray for open doors, especially in ministry. I've heard many pray for open doors. Listen to me. Just because you're tired, listen. Wake up a bit. We're almost done. Only got one more page. I've heard many pray for open doors. But who's praying to God for Him to increase them in the area of devotion? I know many are praying for open doors. Whether that's ministerial opportunities, whether that's better jobs, whether that's whatever, whether that's whatever that looks like. Many pray for those. That's not bad. But let me ask you, who's praying that God, whose desire is that God would increase their devotion, their life of devotion to Him? Many pray for an increase of success. Who's asking God to be increased in the secret place? Who's asking God to be increased in the secret place? I remember years ago, we taught a lot on Rachel and Leah and Jacob. We're not going to go back into all of that, but a little recap. Jacob meets Leah, falls in love with her, first sight. Agrees to work for a specific time for Rachel to be his wife. That's how they did it in Old Testament times. I just had to walk into Planet Fitness. Ellie said, he's the one. No, no, she didn't. She was very mean to me. Um, I told her, I said, I'm going to marry you. What's your name? Eli, I'm going to call you Ellie. I'm going to marry you. She looked at me like, anyways, she wasn't saved then, so it was okay. Jacob and Leah and Rachel. <laughs> Jacob, Leah, and Rachel. At the end of it, Leah, Jacob's service, what happens is the wedding night, the Bible, and the Bible said Leah and Rachel were sisters. But Leah, the Bible would say, had a, a, a bit of a lazy eye. Um, that's what the Bible says. And Jacob, on the wedding night, wakes up and realizes that Rachel is not in bed with him. That Rachel and Leah's father duped him and gave him Leah instead of Rachel to be his wife. And he wakes up and finds what happens. He goes and he says, ah, this is not what we agreed on. He says, if you work for me another seven years, then, then I'll give you Rachel. And he was willing to work another seven years to reclaim his original passion. Here's what happens. How, how, how? I've read that many times and I wonder how did Jacob not know that it ain't Rachel that he's in bed with. Let's be honest. They'd be identical twins, which they weren't. How do you not know? Here's what happens. We oftentimes become intimate with some things that is not our first love. But we justify it because at least it's related to our first love. Leah, the Bible would say, would have a a lazy eye. And what we do, we get in bed many times with dysfunctional vision. 
keeping us from becoming that which God has intended for us to be because it doesn't look successful. It doesn't look successful for Elijah for six years to waste his life and his prophetic anointing by washing the hands of Elijah. What does Jacob do when he realizes this? Works another seven years to get Rachel, his original passion, to be in proximity with the one he loves. Why is it important to recover his original passion with Leah, with, with, Rachel, with Rachel? If he doesn't, Joseph's never born. We know the story of Joseph, coat of many colors. The Bible says that Joseph was a dreamer. It was his gift from God that he was a he was a dreamer and he can interpret dreams amazingly. So you have if Jacob doesn't wake up and realize this is not what I originally burned for. If Jacob doesn't wake up and realize that I have settled for something that is not my original passion, but at least it's related to my original passion. If Jacob doesn't wake up to the reality that he has gotten in bed, trick, whatever you want to call it, however it happened, with dysfunctional vision, something that, that, that's just, that's not what his heart originally burned for, then Joseph never gets born. The dreamer never gets born. And what I fully believe that a lot of times and what people are wanting and crying about because things have taken so long and dreams haven't come past and all that, what happens is the dreams never get birth because we simply are trying to make it happen on our own. We're trying to, in, in our own strength and performance, to, 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 to make the word come to pass instead of just saying yes to proximity, yes to allowing him to hover over us, yes to be hidden in a place like Elisha was. And what happens then is the dream can be birthed. But apart from that, apart from back to original passion, apart from, from, from trying to, to throw out the, the logistics of trying to be trying to be productive and making progress, just scratch it all. And if we would just go back to, to simple proximity, simple, simple, simple reality relationship and intimacy with Jesus then even instead of even trying to figure out to try to how to learn stuff that we hear in Revelation if we would just scrap all of that and we just get back to him I believe what would happen is we would start becoming this revelation and the seeds that God put in us that, that, that are in dream that dreams that are in seed forms we would begin to see birthed in the earth but apart from that it won't happen if if, if, if if Jacob does not say yes to many more years, he never gets Rachel. And Joseph's never born. I'm not going to go fully into that. I could with Joseph, but I'm not going to. Somebody's got to lock eyes onto their first love. Even if it costs you, even if it looks on the surface, you're not making progress. Because the fire in his eyes will spark a light in yours. And though it seems small and seems insignificant, there is a seed of revelation taking root in the innermost part of our being and a fire is igniting. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a really big deal. 
I think there's some areas, like I said, from, from, from starting this, that there are, there's some hope that God wants to reignite in us. I don't believe the flame is fully out in anybody in this room. You wouldn't be sitting here if it was. But where it once burned real bright, I feel that for some at least, because it didn't work out the way. Because you, you're in the middle of the preparation of the process of preparation. You feel like you're, you know, you're, you're, you've, you're three years in to Elijah's six years. And you're three years into this and you're thinking, my God, when is it going to come to pass? There's some parts of you that are losing some hope. Some parts of you getting bitter and you're beginning to kind of pull away from God a bit. And subconsciously you're blaming Him. I believe He wants to just invite you back into proximity with no pressure. We're learning that He doesn't put pressure on us to perform. But why do we put pressure on Him to? We're learning that He doesn't put pressure on us to make sure that we do everything He asks and have it all together for, to, to grant us a place of proximity with Him. But why do we do that with Him? Because if truth be told, we do. If truth be told, if He doesn't do everything exactly how we want it done when we want it, when we want Him to do it, if He doesn't jump through the hoops that we have set for Him, we try to make him pay by the absence of proximity. And what I feel tonight, he's just wanting to invite you back in. Just to invite you back in. So heads bowed, and I want eyes closed. If you need to leave, you can. This one might be a little different tonight. You need to leave, you can. I, I, I feel, I feel a real sense from the Lord that He's wanting, He's really wanting to reignite some things in you, to pull up that passion that He put in you years ago. If it's true that receiving revelation is defined by becoming that revelation. Then how do we become? I believe the key asset is simple and simply burning again in proximity, allowing Him to hover over you. What pressure have you put on yourself and your life story? feel like has disqualified you to ever participate with God in, 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 a, in, a, in a move of His Spirit of this magnitude. Lord says the, the proof that you are here, the witness that you are here is the proof that you can't disqualify yourself. Now what I've spoken over you, I will perform it. But first I had to allow you to discover and teach you who I've called you to be.
for somebody. It's not over. It's not over. There's some debts that he's wanting to touch tonight. There's some dreams that you hung up. There's some dreams that you thought were dead. There, 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 there were some 